For ReachMD, this is Audio Abstracts, produced in collaboration with the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. I'm Dr. Anish Patel, Chief of the Division of Gastroenterology and Hepatology and Director of the Inflammatory Bowel Disease Center at Brook Avenue Medical Center in San Antonio, Texas. I am also a member of the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation's Rising Educators, Academics, and Clinicians Helping IBD Group, or better known as REACH IBD. Today, I'll be reviewing an article published in the Inflammatory Bowel Diseases Journal titled, Real-World Pattern of Biologic Use in Patients with Inflammatory Bowel Disease, Treatment Persistence, Switching, and Importance of Concurrent Immunosuppressive Therapy. Inflammatory bowel disease, or IBD, is characterized as chronic inflammation that typically occurs within the gastrointestinal tract and encompasses Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. The etiology of the disease is multifactorial and involves the interplay of genetics, immune dysregulation, microbial disarray, and environmental factors. Current medical therapies target specific markers of inflammation and can be limited by side effects. To learn more about how these side effects impact patients' adherence to a treatment plan, the authors of this study examine medication persistence and possible factors for the discontinuation of biologic drugs among patients with IBD. Using the Truven Health Market Scan data, the authors abstracted information from 2008 to 2015 in newly diagnosed IBD patients who were initiated on one of the following biologic therapies adalimumab, infliximab, sotalizumab, golimumab, or vitalizumab. They define persistence as the time from treatment initiation to the discontinuation of indexed biologic medication or switching to another biologic medication. Multivariant Cox regression was used to assess factors associated with treatment persistence of biologics. The study's analysis included 5,612 patients with Crohn's disease and 3,533 patients with ulcerative colitis. The authors found that less than half of the patients continued using their first biologic treatment after one year, though it's important to note that adalumumab had the highest persistence and lowest switching rates for both Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. Majority of patients that switched therapy were found to have switched to another therapy within the same class. The authors also found that concomitant immunomodulator therapy significantly decreased the risk of discontinuation if it was started before biologic therapy. The substantial predictors of discontinuation included infection and hospitalization. To collect these findings, the study used a nationwide claims database which provided a large sample size that only included newly diagnosed patients to minimize any confounders, such as the treatment of experienced patients. However, a claims database is limited to actual clinical experience and information, such as severity at the time of diagnosis, which can play a significant role in treatment persistence. Due to the range of dates of the study, the biologics used included mostly TNF-alpha inhibitors. The analysis excluded vetalizumab due to a lack of sample size, and there was no inclusion of newer options such as ustekinumab and tofacitinib. Despite these limitations, the results of this study still helped validate the practice patterns and utility of TNF therapy in IBD patients. The limited persistence of TNF inhibitors is well characterized in IBD, along with the potential benefit of concomitant immunomodular therapy with TNF-alpha inhibitors. The familiarity of TNF-alpha inhibitors and risk factors like infections have also been well characterized and as such can play a role in treatment persistence. If you're interested in this topic or others on Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, 
the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation's Inflammatory Bowel Diseases Journal provides the most impactful and cutting-edge clinical topics and research findings. For more information on the foundation, please visit Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. This has been a presentation of Audio Abstracts, produced in collaboration with the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. To revisit this episode and others from the series, visit reachmd.com slash audioabstracts. This is ReachMD, be part of the knowledge.